0: think we should build a wall over florida before we should build a wall over mexico (laughs) you are listening to the pod full of sunshine podcast recorded live straight out of florida where it's illegal for anyone wearing a swimsuit to sing in public so grab your orange juice dump in that champagne cut you a slice of key lime pie and get ready for an hour of crazy off-the-wall stories from the sunshine state here are your hosts greg and diana
1: everybody and welcome back for another episode of pod full of sunshine i'm diana
2: greg here what's going on
1: and this is the comedy news podcast where we talk about all the fucked up stories that come out of florida and beyond and beyond (laughs) so hey i wanted to ask our listeners because hey none of you that haven't already left a review left one last week so hey here's my plea please leave us a review on itunes
2: do it yeah please
1: please do um and also go ahead and hit that subscribe button that way on monday morning you don't have to go searching for us we will automatically download
2: automatically yeah automatically and then you can
1: just listen to us you're ready to roll monday morning
2: no work at all
1: (sighs) what a week
2: yeah what a week
1: should we talk about blake's school fiasco
2: We should.
1: Those of you that follow the Sunshine Twitter page will know what we're talking about. Fucking Blake's school made news.
2: Yeah, I don't know if it was national news.
1: I don't know if it was national news either, but it was news nonetheless. Yeah. So apparently a kid brought weed gummies to their school and five kids were taken to the hospital.
2: Man, that's not cool. They must have been really high.
1: Well, that's what I'm like. We've done edibles before and they're so potent. Like, I can't imagine being a 12 year old doing it. Like, you gotta be careful with edibles because those some bitches will sneak up on you.
2: Well, especially if you don't know what you're looking for.
1: Right. Well, and so there was. What is Rosie barking at?
2: I think she might be locked in the bedroom. Oh, that's nice.
1: Okay, we're back. Sorry, I apparently accidentally lo- locked Rosie in the bedroom when I shut the door. But anyway, back to weed gummies.
2: Weed gummies. Weed geez. gummies.
1: So yeah, a kid brought weed gummies to school and gave them to five six other kids. Five of them went to the hospital. One of them was checked out by their mom to bring to their own doctor. And this kid who's twelve is gonna face seven felonies. What do you think about that?
2: So I would think about that is crazy the kid is 12 i mean that's what i'm he... saying
1: like if we got in trouble for all the stuff we did as a young stupid kid like
2: Well we did not do stupid shit like this
1: well maybe we would have if there were such thing as weed gummies
2: that's true but i mean shouldn't the parents get into some kind of trouble or where did he well, get this from
1: well and that's one thing that they don't know yet they don't know where he got it from apparently the kids telling like a bunch of different stories but the parents are Um, cooperating with the police so who knows if he even got it from his parents
2: that's interesting yeah i wonder if they're gonna ever have a like a follow-up on it
1: i don't know here's just what i hope i really hope this 12 year old is it doesn't become a felon because of this because that will ruin his whole life just for being a dumb adolescent kid and i don't think that's right
2: i think he'll be okay
1: hopefully he gets a good lawyer and i just think like lawyer up i like grady judd and everything but i think sometimes he tries to be too much of a hard ass like you're gonna charge a 12 year old with felonies i just that's just stupid not compassionate at all
2: yeah i mean how would you feel if that was your 12 year old
1: oh my god i would be mortified i'd be stressed out um questioning myself as a parent but not even like it's a like i don't As of right now, because I don't know the story, but I don't know if I blame the parents at all.
2: Yeah, you never know.
1: But, yeah, so, if you listened way back to episode three, which... You should
2: go back and listen if you haven't.
1: Please don't, because I went back and listened to our first two episodes, and I had to shut it off, because remember our first two episodes, we did it without microphones, and how horrible it was? Oh, yeah? Oh, my God. So... I feel like if people went back and those are the first two episodes they listened to, they're not going to continue listening to us because they think we're going to sound like shit.
2: Yeah. Start listening after five.
1: After five. But in one of our episodes, we talked about my anxieties about sending Blake to middle school. And let me tell you, this didn't help.
2: I'm sure. I'm sure you were really stressed.
1: I was stressed about that. And then Blake had said that the day before, an eighth grader had been arrested for smoking weed at school.
2: I think that's the norm, though.
1: Smoking weed at school is the norm?
2: yeah eighth grade
1: no you don't smoke weed in eighth grade much less smoke weed at school
2: people did when i was in school not maybe not middle school but like high school
1: yeah well this is middle school eighth
2: grade is right there right at the cusp
1: and then just don't smoke pot at school
2: yeah so we had to
1: have the talk about blake about okay don't eat anything from people and also like if it has weed in it it's going to taste different so spit it out don't do drugs and this should make you think about the long run about your actions as a kid can affect you as an adult
2: Yeah, absolutely
1: so you know what else is going on at work that's really kind of funny Uh,
2: i don't what is going on that's funny
1: back up um so these ladies at work are on the keto diet
2: they're probably not even on the real diet.
1: No, because and that's why I see because me and Greg watched this documentary called The Magic Pill and talks about the keto diet. But the real keto diet is basically meat, fruits, vegetables, anything not processed. It's just whole foods. It's basically like the Whole30 diet, which I personally like that diet. Yeah, you do. So, so these um, women, which God love them. But their idea of keto is they're going swinging through McDonald's, ordering a sausage, egg, and cheese, and just <laughs> taking the bun off. I'm like, that's so disgusting because I don't even think that's real egg or meat.
2: And I think, I think it's probably realish egg and realish meat, but um, the bread makes it like. How can you just eat that disgusting realish meat and realish? Okay, egg?
1: let's say it's real meat and real egg. Like it's, on, it's so heavily fake. processed. I mean, it could be fake egg. It could be. Anyway, it's gross. But the, every day this week, they brought McDonald's with the sausage, egg, and cheese biscuits, and ate it. And I'm like, that's just gross. Like, and I hate how the mainstream keto diet is now it's it's atkins let's be real it's atkins just rebranded they rebranded their diet hmm.
2: maybe they rebranded it
1: well they did i mean that's exactly what it is it's atkins
2: yeah hopefully they were not eating any romaine lettuce
1: maybe no i think our romaine lettuce is good now it, oh, was, it is good now yeah
2: the last week hopefully they didn't eat any when they were on their diet I will stay right here.
1: Okay, sorry. We had just paused because I had to fix Greg's microphone because we always, I never had headphones on to monitor because I honestly didn't know how, but now I know how, and so I can tell when his audio right. sounds this weird. It's
2: going to be a fun experience.
1: Oh, stop it. I mean, I can put you in charge.
2: Yeah, that'd be good.
1: So, you know how a few episodes ago we were talking about gender reveals?
2: Yep, they're stupid.
1: <laughs> yes, they are. And we have another reason why they're stupid, because apparently this is Arizona, I think. They had a wildfire, and guess how it started?
2: A gender reveal party.
1: Ding, ding, ding. I'm going to play the one-minute video for you. What
2: prize did I get for that? Did I get a prize for answering that, correct?
1: You get bragging rights. Okay. Okay. Good day. So let's listen to this video. It's from Inside Edition. After this, out of course, which I can skip in one
2: second. Newly released video shows the moment a gender reveal party went terribly wrong. Wow, that's a big fire.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a Border Patrol agent and his wife shot a rifle at a target. Blue smoke, it's a boy. Then this happened.
2: Check this video out. The blaze quickly spread, reaching the Coronado National Forest
0: in Arizona, destroying more than 45,000 acres of land and racking up more than eight million dollars in damages.
2: Oh, this guy's probably not working for the Border Patrol anymore. I bet
0: not. The border Patrol agent called the accident the worst
2: day of my life. Yeah, I would think so. I love the music.
1: I was waiting to see if they said if he was going to face any charges. I'm sure he's going to face some charges. I would think so, too. Poor
2: guy. I mean, all they wanted to do... It probably wasn't even his fault. It was probably... Probably the woman is one of the one that wanted to do the...
1: What do you think is going to happen when you shoot a gun around, like, a dry area? Like...
2: Not an explosion like that, <laughs> I mean.
1: I mean... Guys, go to our YouTube channel because I'm going to post this on our YouTube. I've been kind of slacking on the YouTube lately, but guess what? I am ahead of the game and I already uh, downloaded it. And it's ready for upload to YouTube. So check out our YouTube. Do it. Do it. Um.
2: Oh, my word. Dakota just <laughs> gassed me up. Like she just. She farted. Oh, yeah. It's bad. Like, <laughs> is there something dying inside you, Dakota? Okay. Um, Oh, shit. Let
1: me find this next story. Because it's freaking hilarious. I mean, all our stories are hilarious, to be fair.
2: That's very true.
1: This comes out of Wyoming. I mean, we don't get very many stories from Wyoming.
2: Because like five people live in Wyoming.
1: (laughs) Well, one of them made the news. (laughs) It's a man from Wyoming. He was caught... Pushing pot along a Wyoming highway.
2: Can't imagine he'd, he'd have much traffic through there, I mean.
1: A 45-year-old man faces felony drug charges after a Wyoming state trooper says he caught him pushing a dolly with marijuana on it down the <sighs> highway near Cheyenne. KGAB reports that court records say Paul Force III of Eureka, California was walking east when a trooper responded to calls spotting him. And according to the affidavit, a search of force, that's his last name the third, um, discovered 7.39 pounds of marijuana. He was charged with possession with intent to deliver. And, uh, he was released on $3,000 cash bond.
2: My question is why do you need a dolly to, um, carry seven pounds of marijuana? Could you put that in a backpack?
1: I don't know. Like I kind of wonder what seven pounds of marijuana looks like. Maybe he didn't have a backpack.
2: It's seven pounds. I mean, could you put it in your damn pocket? Get a backpack.
1: You can't put seven pounds of pot in your pocket.
2: You probably not, but get a backpack. I mean, damn. (laughs) Get a backpack. But can you
1: imagine how much seven pounds of weed smells? Well, yeah.
2: I mean, I wonder if it was like sealed or anything, like in a container or like it was just in a bag. I mean, it it was obviously in a bag, but was the bag sealed? Was it like a brick form? I mean. I don't know. Get a backpack. Why why are you walking down the highway? Did your car break down?
1: And that is all facts that the uh newspaper does not talk yeah. about.
2: I mean, there has to be some reason. I mean, obviously, if your car broke down and you're like transporting this much you wouldn't want to like leave it in your car cuz someone could steal it and then you would be you're probably either doing this for somebody to make money and you're losing their product or you're going to lose your product and you're going to lose money so i mean you got to carry it with you you probably should have hit it in the woods somewhere probably then a bear could have got it and then his bear cubs could have ate it and it would have been all over the news
1: because the bears would have overdosed on
2: weed yeah so Mm. um
1: so the next story kind of brings us to something that brings us to an event that happened in our life first let me read the story this is out of texas Wedding photographer had sex with a guest and then threatened officers, and then she urinated on a tree.
2: She was drunk.
1: Obviously. A Texas wedding photographer was arrested Saturday, accused of public intoxication, urinating in public, and threatening officers. According to the Parker County Sheriff's Office, around 8 p.m. Saturday, an off-duty deputy, who was working security, reported wedding guests found 26-year-old Catherine Lee Mehta having sex with a wedding guest in the room at the venue. Meadow was working at the wedding as a photographer. After she was asked to leave the venue, deputies say she went outside, walked to the fountain, and started yelling. She then reportedly went to the nearby tree and took a big old piss. <laughs> so, can you imagine having a photographer that comes to your wedding and not only gets drunk, but then fucks someone at your wedding and then causes like such a disturbance?
2: Well, I mean, the first two are cool. I mean, because it's a wedding. She
1: should be taking pictures.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you can switch a couple back while you're taking pictures. But yes, you're getting paid. So be a professional. Right. And then, it's cool. I mean, it's a wedding. She's having sex with somebody at your wedding. Cool. Wow. What a great story. And then, But then she gets unruly and pisses on stuff. And that's, just, that's where we got to draw the line. That's
1: where we draw the line. Yeah, I mean. After her arrest. Another cool story, though. Violent. Oh, wait, hold on. Deputies notice a strong odor of alcohol. A bottle prescription of what the generic Xanax was found in her jacket. And she believe, they believe that she mixed her Xanax with alcohol. I'm sorry, you're working. You shouldn't be taking Xanax or drinking alcohol.
2: I can see you taking Xanax. Because maybe, you know, it calms you down. You're more friendly with the guests while you're taking pictures. But... Honey, don't mix it.
1: Don't. You never mix. Damn,
2: I mean I mean, uh, unless you want to have a good time, and it sounds like you did have a good time, but I mean, you're working.
1: Um, her sister disputed the account of the sheriff's office and told WFAA that she was given spiked drinks.
2: Ooh, possible.
1: And, and fell ill while working at the wedding.
2: I mean, that's another very good possibility. She I, said
1: she went outside and said these two men tried to approach her and do inappropriate things. And she said she was yelling and trying to get help, and things got turned around in a negative way. Well, what about the part of her having sex? Who was she having sex with?
2: Was it one of those guys? I or? don't know.
1: It never says. I um, mean, yeah, oh, so... damn it. God.
2: Fucking stories.
1: Fucking stories. Never give the details we want. Well, I know. Um, okay, well, I think that's it for just... Oh, no. that I want to talk about our wedding and our DJ fiasco. So... <laughs>
2: That's a funny story.
1: It started a month before. A month before our wedding, we went down to the venue. And so I was emailing him, and he wasn't emailing back. So finally, I just emailed and said, you know what? Forget it. Like, you're fired. Well, his wife then emails me. She's like, I'm so sorry. She's like, I was, got all your emails. I, you know, let him know, and everything's fine. I didn't know I was supposed to respond. Like, um, really? Yeah. You don't know you're supposed to respond?
2: Maybe he should respond. Yeah. But I Back feel leg. like we
1: should rewind to when we first met. I don't even know how I found him. I found him on the internet, obviously. Yeah,
2: well, what a great decision that was, <laughs> Diana.
1: So he comes to our house, and we meet him, and... He, he seems very enthusiastic. I was like, oh, he's going to be a great DJ. He's going to get everyone up and dancing. And he was just like really amped up. Well, now looking back, I realize he was probably on drugs.
2: He brought his friend, which I thought was weird too. But then I thought, well, that maybe that's a cool thing. He's a cool guy. He has his friend rolling with him. You know.
1: He brought his friend. He suggested the venue that we got married at, which... So that was one positive that came out of it. Yeah. So...
2: He, he could leaves. have just suggested it because he's like, fuck, yeah, that's awesome. And he didn't even know what it was.
1: Right. So he leaves. And then what happens five minutes later? Do you remember?
2: I didn't think he left, but uh, he needed money for the toll. He
1: comes back, knocks on door. He's like, man, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that there was a toll on the way to get here. Do you have a dollar I can
2: borrow? I mean... I guess this was back th- before the time that you could get like GPS on your phone. But dude, if you would have made a right out of the place we went and made it went down a road, and made another right, you could have got on the highway just like that. And this you were... was
1: in 2007, so it was the days of MapQuest. We had to print the.
2: You wouldn't be able to. Um. Uh... <laughs> That's hilarious. He did come back. He came he
1: back to ask for money, and so he left. And I was all excited. And Greg goes. Well, that's kind of sketchy. And I'm like, no, it will be fine. So then, you know, the month for the wedding, we can't get a hold of him. So then, a week before the wedding, I start emailing him. He doesn't answer. I call him. His phone is out of service. I'm like, what the fuck?
2: Those are red flags.
1: Red flags all the way. I can't get a hold of him. So that Monday before our wedding, we were getting married on a Saturday. I'm like, we have to find a different DJ. Like, because of all people not to show up, if a photographer doesn't show up, the show will go on. You'll get pictures from other people. But you can't have a wedding reception with no DJ. How fucking awkward.
2: I mean, we could have just had the radio play.
1: Awkward. Yeah. So I just threw my hands up and I'm like, Greg, I'm like, take care of it. Find I, us a new DJ. Take care of it. And he did. He found us a new DJ. Probably not as cool. He was kind of lame. He wasn't cool. But... Hey, at least we had a DJ. So afterwards, I go and I Google him. And I actually Googled him this morning in preparation to, to discuss on this podcast. He has 16 different mugshots, including the month that we got married.
2: We probably should have uh, done a little research before that. Before, I guess that's what, if you're getting married and you want to hire somebody to make sure you know them or they have like, this guy probably didn't have a business card or like, yeah. so we were just. Get somebody that's the real deal.
1: And I remember his wife emailed me, like, I can't remember if it was before or after our wedding, basically he had up and left him, her and her daughter, and she has no idea where he is. And, well, I found all the mugshots. And you know what? I am going to post one just because it's public record. And because there's like three of them that just look like, holy fuck, I'm going to. It's public record. And even like his arrest record said employment Florida pro DJ. It's like mm, don't use them. Well,
2: even if we if we ever need a DJ again, I know a guy okay. that I used to work with, so we're good. I mean,
1: so check out our uh, Instagram page for that mugshot because it's golden. Yeah, even today. And so when I was kind of I was like, God, he has sixteen different mugshots, all for like theft. Like I think I want point he broke into a walgreens to try and steal drugs wow he's a drug yeah well seriously so he probably used our dollar to put towards his uh meth
2: oh well you live you learn like i said i got a dj lined up if we ever need one now
1: it wasn't funny at the time but it's funny to look back on now yeah but that's not something a bride wants to deal with you know five days before her wedding
2: i think the guy we got was better anyway because he could have put a guitar if we wanted him to (laughs) Yes, he could
1: have it was this old guy and he can go around and play the guitar like it's a little like ukulele and sing and I'm like, No, just just play music, please.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh guitar.
1: Um, speaking of old Florida, let's jump into our old Florida segment.
2: Oh Florida. Oh Florida.
1: Oh Florida. All right, we got oh, some Oh
2: Florida. Yeah, some
1: good stories. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Scoot on up.
2: All right. Here we go. Here we go. Teen becomes trapped in a banded bank vault, stumbling emergency crews for hours. Stumping. 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 <sighs> this is out of Hollywood, Florida. A Florida police department now knows from experience that it's not easy to break into a bank vault. Well, you're not supposed to break into them.
1: That's why they're vaults.
2: You think being the police, though, you would have a key or the password to get in? Where is the dude that runs the bank? Anyway, a 17-year-old became trapped inside a vault of a... Oh, it was an abandoned bank. (laughs) For hours on Tuesday, probably an emergency cruise in Hollywood, Florida, to figure out how to rescue him. The team was with a friend who called 911. Keep your head up. Police
1: tactical
2: equipment. What?
1: Use your words. Words
2: are good. Police tactical equipment wasn't powerful enough to break through the vault. It had two feet thick concrete walls and was sealed with a steel door. The team was freed and unharmed after a former bank employee who remembered the combination unlocked the vault.
1: Well, okay. Here's where... I So before I moved down here, I used to work at a bank. And first of all, that kid's lucky that this random person remembered the vault combination because it was an abandoned bank. Yeah. And it's like how the hell they remembered it is crazy. But also when I worked at a bank, like you weren't allowed to have the entire combination to a vault. Like one person had half and the other person had half. So you never knew the entire combination. Well, you could collude... You could, and Collusion. apparently this person already colluded because they had the whole damn combination. But yeah, it
2: doesn't say. Um, does it, This kid was, kid was charged or anything? Obviously, it was an abandoned bank. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he was just you know, messing around. I don't think was he looking for money in there.
1: No, I don't think they were. I don't think they were looking for money. But I did see this morning that they were being charged. I don't. I can't remember what the charges were. I think it was trespassing. I don't know if it's a felony or a misdemeanor mm-hmm. or.
2: Lucky he didn't die in the vault.
1: He's lucky. Can you imagine being locked? Like I would fucking have the most serious
2: case of claustrophobia. Yeah, you'd be freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Well,
1: All right. What's your next one?
2: My next one. <laughs> this one makes me laugh. This one makes me laugh.
1: Oh, I like it when you laugh.
2: Florida man stabs woman over undercooked potato, Deputy says.
1: Well, I mean, who doesn't know how to cook a potato?
2: Apparently this lady. A Yuli man is facing battery charges after an an argument over a baked potato. Kenneth Crumpton, 36, stabbed a woman in the head with a fork. (laughs) Oh, shit. After he apparently became angry with the potato
1: with
2: a potato (laughs) it arrived to him undercooked
1: hey lady they got stabbed in the face with a fork here's how you know if a potato's done you open the oven you take a knife and if it goes all the way if it slides all the way through the potato easily it's done if it shows a little bit of resistance it's not done and keep letting it cook
2: the funny thing is the woman had multiple stab wounds and was bleeding from her head but refused treatment the report said so uh, she didn't want treatment.
1: She's probably not pressing charges against him either, huh?
2: She's probably drugged out on something.
1: Uh, probably. Because you don't know how to cook a potato. Oh, yeah. I mean, who doesn't know how to cook a potato? It's Florida.
2: <laughs> oh, Florida. Oh, Florida.
1: Um, Did he get arrested or
2: anything? Yeah, of course he got arrested. <sighs> he was um booked with a aggravated battery with a deadly weapon and booked into the Nassau County Jail. He spent the night there. Don't collect $200 night. and don't pass go.
1: Don't pass go. Um, okay.
2: Yeah, okay.
1: Well, here's my first story. And I haven't actually seen this video, so we're going to watch this together. Ooh. And listeners, go to our YouTube channel. We'll post it there, too. Now, it's not technically, oh, Florida. It's a Florida man, but this comes to us from Switzerland. So, he went gliding. Yeah. You know what that is?
2: It's like, we're yeah, I do kind of yeah, know Yeah, and you're what is.
1: strapped to someone, and you're, like, attached to this thing.
2: You remember those lame people that sat next to us on the cruise when we were in the Serenity deck, and they were, I don't know, you remember those? The, yeah. The, and the, they just wouldn't shut the fuck up?
1: Were those ones that were celebrating their anniversary with coffee?
2: Yeah, but then there was another, like, a younger guy came, and him and the old man were talking about, like, gliders. That's all they were talking about. Oh. I was just like, "Wow, you guys are so lame." You might have been sleeping, but I was. Could have been. I just was like, "God, I wish these fucking guys would leave."
1: Well, this guy is vacationing in Switzerland. The, he goes gliding, and then as they take off, they realize that the pilot s- forgot to strap him in. So for like two minutes, he's hanging on for dear life.
2: Well, you better hang on.
1: Yeah, like, and you gotta have some serious upper body strength. Like, I would have been dead. And that's why I will never do this.
2: But you let's probably watch. could have just hung like this and just been cool. You've been like. You
1: still right. got to have some sor- sort of upper body strength. If what do any... you
2: really. I guess you're holding the air. I mean, yeah.
1: Well, let's watch the video. This also comes to us from Inside Edition. Man, I really am enjoying the Inside Edition videos because they're short, they're sweet, and they get to the point. Because other videos were like three, four, five minutes long. This one's. I don't tell you any information. A minute and 34 seconds, which is why I like. Let's take a look and listen.
0: Talk about hanging on for dear life. Three, two, one, go. Run, run, run. The guy in the plaid shirt and white helmet realized a second after takeoff... Oh my god. 3, foot mountaintop, and he was attached <gasps> to
2: the head i just jumped off right there.
0: You can. Look so how I high he is. apparently forgot to hook him up. The tourist from Florida hangs onto the bar with one hand and the pilot with his other hand. The pilot does his best to steer with one arm while grasping onto his passenger with the other. I was just trying to stay calm, just trying to hold on for dear life. The danger was real. Imagine falling from this height. I looked down once and I thought to myself, this is it, I'm going to fall to my death, I'm I'm a goner. Both men are struggling. The tourist, Chris Gurski, goes from clinging to the pilot around his shoulders to barely hanging on to his leg. I didn't have much grip left to me at all. My hand was opening, I was slipping, I had his pant leg, that was about it after 2 minutes and 14 seconds, they got close enough to Earth that Gursky let go. He hit the ground hard and broke his wrist. He also tore his bicep from holding on with such a tight grip for all that time. An eternity when you think you're going to plummet to your death. The auto parts manager is now back home near Tampa, but he will never forget that terrifying ride.
1: Fuck that. Like that was so scary just to watch.
2: That's why I don't do shit like that.
1: Yeah, because I remember when we were in Mexico and we—I Greg is like deathly scared of heights. So I convinced him to go parasailing.
2: It's not that I'm scared of heights.
1: Really? Yeah. Because it is because you're scared of heights because you're scared of the Ferris wheel.
2: That's true. Yeah. I'm always just afraid that... I think I'm more afraid that they're going to just break. And I guess that makes me for the heights. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Remember when we were on that parasail? I was like, God, what if this knot breaks or this like latch breaks? Then you're a goner. You're into the water and you're going to drown. So here's
1: what was going through my head when we were parasailing. I was... Um, so we took off. And it took me everything in me to convince Greg to go with me so we take off and I'm and so we're sitting there and you know we're just like oh look at all the pretty sights but meanwhile I'm about to shit my pants like I'm so fucking scared and all of a sudden like What's going through my head is like, oh my God, there's like nothing behind me. Is there anything behind me that's like keeping me in or am I just holding on and I don't even know. But I can't act as though I'm freaking out because I look over and I see Greg's freaking out like silently. He's silently freaking out. I was a silent freaker. So I was like, well, I got to be cool because like I'm the one that convinced him to go on this thing with me when he didn't want to. And... So I'm fucking freaking out, and finally we landed, and I'm just like, thank fucking God, and I will never go parasailing again.
2: Yeah, what a waste of money.
1: Oh, my God. But, hey, it was a good experience. It was. But I remember when we were up there, I'm like freaking out, but I'm like, oh, my God, look at over there. It's so pretty, isn't it? And Greg's like, yep. (laughs) Not even looking, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. I'm freaking out, too. And when we started to come down, it was my favorite part of the whole damn ride.
2: Yeah, we were just like... Cruising down.
1: Cruising down. Hold on. I have another old Florida story. Oh, <laughs> this one's a good one. And you know what? This one did make national news because Florida. A woman pulls a knife on a man after he complained about her farting loudly at a store. <laughs> um, This comes to us from Dania Beach. Is that how you pronounce it? Dania. Uh. Doesn't matter. A Dania Beach woman was arrested and charged with aggravated assault without intent to kill after she reportedly farted loudly in a dollar store and then pulled a knife on a man who complained. Shanette Yvette Wilson, 37, was in the checkout line at the dollar store in Florida when she passed gas and then got into a verbal dispute with John Walker, a customer next to her. Wilson is accused of pulling a small lockback knife from her purse, opened the knife, and told Walker she was going to gut him. Get you like a fish. And she was arrested and taken to jail and her bail was set at $2500. So notice he, he, he farted, huh? No, she farted. And then she was
2: pissed cuz he was being dead. And then
1: the guy was like probably like what the fuck that's disgusting you pig. And she's probably like I'm going to get you. <laughs> like a fish.
2: Get you like a fish.
1: Get you like a
2: fish. Did she really say gut you like a fish? No,
1: she just said gut you. I added the like a fish part because I watched part of the Gotti movie last night that starred John Travolta. So I'm very mobbish right now. Very. So let's move on to our sports section.
2: Yay for sports.
1: Yay sports. (laughs) Right, it's our sports segment and Greg is going to go first.
2: All right. Remember last week when we were talking about Ruben Foster getting arrested?
1: I do remember that. Yeah.
2: So anyway, he was claimed, like I told you, he would be claimed because he's a good young football player. Right. So, the Redskins claimed him and, you know, it just was just with backlash. Backlash. But anyway, who
1: um who picked him up?
2: The Washington Redskins. Ah. Uh. So, basically, um, the team announced the move There's in his a statement. To
1: re- Sorry. <laughs> Continue. My bad. I hit a button.
2: Oh, it's okay. So, I guess the Redskins are going to, like, they put him on the exempt list, and he's going to have to go through the court system. So, I mean... Yeah, they claimed this guy, but they're not playing him this year. They're doing everything. You it's know, the
1: principle but, but, of it all. Like it is you the beat your girlfriend, and yet,
2: yeah. But, oh,
1: okay, you yeah. can still come play with us.
2: Right, but there's no video evidence, and that's that's the problem. It's hearsay. She doesn't press charges. You know, that that's kind of how it goes. I mean, if there was video, this guy would be done. Right.
1: Oh, which. <laughs>
2: Brings me into this, brings Diana to this (laughs) next thing.
1: That's my cue. Okay, so it brings us to this, um, brings me to this next story of Kareem Hunt. He apparently got cut, he played for the Chiefs, am I right?
2: Yeah, very good running back. Very good running back. Stupid decision, dude.
1: So he got cut because apparently a few months back he hit a girl and kicked her. And I'm going to go, have you seen the video?
2: I have seen the video. We're going, There's people trying to hold him back.
1: We're going to watch it, and then we're going to discuss it. And uh, go to our YouTube channel, because it will be on there, too, and you can uh, watch it.
0: Star NFL running back Kareem Hunt is seen on surveillance video obtained by TMZ Sports shoving a woman who then swatted at him before she was knocked to the floor. He then kicked her in an early morning scuffle at a Cleveland hotel. I was insulted. I need help. Police were
1: called. Okay, so I want to talk about their version of he hit her. He didn't hit her. Like, this bitch went at him. I feel like we women want equal rights. You hit someone, they have a right to hit you back. Now, granted, a man doesn't have the right to, like, hit you with their full force, but if you're swinging at him, like, I feel like he should be able to... Push you?
2: Should have kicked her.
1: And he, but did you see the kick? It wasn't a kick. It was a weak kick. And when they say she was knocked to the ground, that was very misleading because she wasn't knocked to the ground by him. She stumbled and fell. And so this kick wasn't a kick. He kind of like tapped her with his foot, like like if he wanted to, he could have fucked her up, but he didn't. But so now there's all these rumors going around about like what started it. Like apparent, there's different there's different stories and who knows if we'll ever hear the truth. The last one that I heard was um, that she was underage. He didn't know she was underage. They were in their hotel room. Once he found out they were underage, he kicked him out and then she got pissed and started like once he kicked him out, she was pounding on the door. She was calling him the n-word and then so he came out and You know, that's when the confrontation started. And then she went and, like, went to go hit him. And he, like, swatted her back. Like, he didn't even actually, like, hit her. And then the kick wasn't really a kick. It was a little tap. And I just feel like this one was blown out of proportion. Now, I'm never one to, like, condone, like, you know, violence, especially domestic violence, a man, like, hitting a woman. But I've seen so many videos of women going ape shit on men and them not like there was this one video i remember it was a teenage boy he's sitting in the bleachers and this teenage girl was beating the shit out of him and he was doing nothing about it and you best believe if that was one of the boys they better fucking fight back
2: they should
1: like she was hitting him like she was a man and so this one i'm just like i'm going to give cream hunt the pass on
2: this well, one nobody else is giving him the nobody pass nobody else is
1: giving him a pass which i think is kind of like bullshit and this is probably a very unpopular opinion cuz you know the media is all like Oh, Kareem Hunt. I wonder if a team's
2: going to claim him on Monday.
1: I mean, I would. I think why he got cut, though, isn't necessarily. He lied. He lied about
2: it. Yeah, so, I mean, I wonder what team would claim him. That would be interesting.
1: Yeah. All right, what's your next uh, sports story?
2: My next sports story is. Sorry about that. (laughs) Wumble to figure it out. Okay.
1: That's all right. That's why we have edit buttons. Irish.
2: The Irish soccer team in hot water after faking players' death in order to postpone a match. Oh, clever. It is very brilliant. Yeah. An amateur Irish football team, and it's not like football, it's soccer. Soccer. Yeah. Has been left embarrassed by the fiasco, but a Spanish soccer player can't help but see the funny side. Of his Lazaro like return from the grave. Oh. Ballybrack FC's game against Arkland town was postponed Saturday after a club official announced the death of Spanish player Fernando Nun La Fente in a traffic accident. A moment of silence was held before other matches in the senior oh. league.
1: Oh, man. So it got yeah. so out of hand that they held moments of silence yeah. in other stadiums. Oh, that's fucked yeah. up. Like, how did they think they were going to get away with that?
2: I don't know. The official scam was r- roost to get Saturday's game postponed, but LaFonte F- was later confirmed to be alive. <laughs> it has come to the attention of both the club's senior player and the management team that a gross error of judgment...
1: Massively gross was, error um, of judgment. ...was there,
2: so that's crazy, like... But, I mean, I guess he gets to come back from the dead on his next game and just rise. That's horrible. He's going to rise from the dead. Yeah, what a... They should probably face charges. Like, isn't that, like, illegal? I have no idea. So, yeah.
1: Um... My next story is really cute. So, I know we're LeBron fans and everything, but we can be Steph Curry fans too, right?
2: Stephon Curry.
1: Stephon Curry. So, he has these shoes, right? Well, a girl wrote a letter to Steph Curry asking why his shoes don't come in girl sizes. And Steph's response is absolutely heartwarming. So, he wrote her. in his actual handwriting. He didn't email her or have like a publicist reach out to her.
2: That could be somebody else's handwriting.
1: Greg... Why?
2: Why? I like Stephanie Curry.
1: God, I'm trying to... Just, okay. All
2: right. <laughs> Steph Curry.
1: Steph Curry. So he wrote her back saying, Hi Riley, I appreciate your concern and have spent the last two days talking to Under Armour about how we can fix the issue. Unfortunately, we have labeled smaller sizes as boys on the website. We are correcting this now. I want to make sure you can wear my kicks proudly. So I'm going to send you a pair of curry fives now and you'll be one of the first kids to get the curry six lastly we have something special in the works for the international women's day on March 8th hey that's our wedding anniversary and I want you to celebrate with me more to come on that but plan to be in Oakland that night all the best hashtag ruin the game Stefan so he is like that's just so nice I love everything about this story That's a nice story. Like, because he probably didn't even think of it. Like, oh, I need girl shoes, you know? Like, it probably, like, but then once. He just gets
2: paid for them to put his name on it. But, I mean. So,
1: then when it was brought to his attention, he just jumped into action and fixed it. It's
2: pretty cool. You just call up Under Armour. Yo, this is Steph Curry. Uh, This is what needs to be done. Yeah. And it happens. Yeah. They just. Yeah. They do everything. Yep. Cave in.
1: All right, well, we have one more.
2: One more very sports story.
1: special sports story. Hold on while I grab a prop. Ooh, a prop? Ooh, yes. Okay, sorry, I had to hit pause. So, for our next sports segment, we are going to bring Blake and Gavin out here because it involves them. So, let's call them Blake, Gavin! Yeah. Come here.
2: Your mom sounds British there.
1: Blake, Gavin! Okay, so now the boys are here, and do you know what segment we're doing right now? No. We are doing sports segment. So, I have an early Christmas present for you both, but mainly for Blake, so I want him to open it, okay? Okay. Who's your favorite football team? The Panthers. Who's your favorite player? Cam Newton. Oh, cool. Open this. Oh wait, hold on. I need to video record it first.
2: So she can put it on YouTube. Don't be pulling up your shirt though, unless you want everyone to see your man boobs. (laughs) So this is one of your early
1: Christmas presents. Okay? Okay.
2: You can hang it up next to your fat head in your wall. (laughs) Hang it on the fat head in the wall. Oh, this is hard. Is there just like a little latch to open it? Take it
1: out. Take it out. I'm trying to pull it out. What's it, what's it say? I hear that
0: I'll see you Sunday.
1: Who's the Panthers play this week? The
0: Bucks.
1: Yeah, guess who's going? Me? Yeah, all of us. Oh, no, you're going all by yourself. Oh, okay. Are you excited? Yeah. I expected more enthusiasm. Well, he's he's got <laughs> smile on him. he <laughs> is super excited. He only
2: has his little oh chilling teeth. <laughs> Let's see
0: the thing. What am I going to wear?
1: Alright, so Blake is a huge Cam Newton fan, and we have been to a bunch of, sorry, so we have been to two Broncos games, and Blake has never seen the Panthers play, he's never seen Cam Newton play, me and Greg have, because we saw them play the Broncos when we went to Denver, so how are you feeling? Good. Are you excited?
2: Yeah. Gosh, they're going to get smoked by the Bucks, though.
1: No way.
0: All right. What
1: row do we have? Um, We'll
2: discuss it later. Well, happy merry early Christmas. Happy
1: merry early Christmas. Happy merry
2: early Christmas. Love you. Love you. Oh, what a great little Christmas surprise. I hope uh, Cam's good. Cam's gonna get Blake the ball. Uh, I doubt that, but... uh. So, yeah,
1: we try and do, like, our Christmas, like, actual physical presents are usually somewhat light because we like our boys to have, do experiences as Christmas presents. Like, so we try to do something, like, big. So, this is part of theirs. And I think Blake's really excited. He's... He always plays it cool, but you could tell by his smile. He's really excited. He's going to
2: hang that up in his room.
1: By the time y'all listen to this, we will have been at the game. So I'm going to take lots of pictures and videos. Um, And I want to put together like a little video montage thing to put on our YouTube channel. Probably won't be ready by Monday, but
2: hey. Okay.
1: All right. Well, let's move on to our next segment, which is. Our next segment. What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck? it's our what the fuck segment so this comes from georgia a woman spent three months in jail after her cotton candy was mistaken for math like what the fuck like what the fuck kind of police department do- can't tell the difference between cotton candy and math and then can't test it quick enough and leaves this poor woman in jail
2: she needs to test it
1: yeah um so a Georgia woman was arrested after police found a blue crystal-like substance in her car and it tested positive for methamphetamine. She and it tes- oh. she spent three months in jail only for a lab test to confirm that she didn't have the drugs, just cotton candy. So I guess they did a road test and.
2: It was in her car, but it wasn't in the cotton candy. Probably she did. Probably had. She probably did deserve to do d- jail time.
1: Well, that's not what the story says. Wow. Well. <laughs> uh, but she is suing now dasha fincher was pulled over on new year's eve in 2016 in monroe county georgia because police officers believed her window tint was too dark they discovered it wasn't but searched the car and found the blue substance fincher told the officers it was cotton candy but they didn't believe her and administered a test which falsely identified the substance as meth okay so i take back my little rant on the police earlier because if the test kit came back positive then what else are they supposed to do so i apologize yeah
2: stupid ladies
1: um but lab two, lab test later proved the substance was not meth um but fincher wasn't released until nearly two weeks after that so she spent three months in jail for having cotton candy
2: mm, cotton candy but it was stale by the time she got to eat it
1: Ugh, cotton candy's disgusting um my other what the fuck story and just by the headline, you know this comes from across the pond. It says, a prisoner was caught with a phone up his bum, but he claimed he knew nothing about it. Um, And the tagline is, booty call. <laughs> Are you going to get up and talk or what?
2: Yeah, I was ready okay. for the story.
1: The four-inch mobile was discovered up Dylan Martin's bum after prison officers picked up a signal and searched his cell.
2: His mobile?
1: His mobile. um, Despite looking shocked and adamantly telling the guards the device had nothing to do with him, Martin had an extra half a year tacked on the end of his sentence. His excuse crumbled after guards discovered the SIM card inside the phone had his family and friends as contacts. Martin was given extra jail time at Oxford Crown Court after admitting he had a mobile phone in prison without permission. I just think the best part is that he had no idea how the phone got up his bum. Like, what the fuck?
2: What the fuck? He was probably put up his bum by What like, the
1: bloody fuck?
2: He inserted it.
1: All right. What's yours?
2: Mine is... Couple forced to prove New Mexico is a state while applying for a marriage license. Gavin Clarkson was stopped in his tracks when applying for a marriage license after the clerk refused to take his driver's license from New Mexico as proof of identification. Clarkson, who once ran for New Mexico Secretary of State in the District of Columbia clerk, thought he was <laughs> a foreign citizen. He was told he would have to provide an international passport to get a marriage license. You know you're from fly over a country when you're applying for a marriage license, give them your New Mexico driver's license, and they come back, sir, and say, my, super, my supervisor says we cannot accept this international driver's license.
1: So we I don't think we really need to read the rest of the story because basically this makes me worry. This is like, fuck us Americans are dumb as fuck.
2: Like How do you get this mixed up? You're a fucking public... A servant, you're there to... How do you not know that's a state? That has to be on the test to be a, a How fucking... do you
1: not know New Mexico's a state? And then not only did they not know, but then the supervisor didn't know. And then it, I think it took about 20 minutes before they realized that it was a state? That's
2: just silly. You should have Googled it on your phone if you didn't For know. For fuck's
1: sakes. And if they say New Mexico's... I mean, isn't that the first thing they say? New Mexico's a state? And couldn't they fucking Google it?
2: And... Doesn't the license state probably say the United States on it somewhere, right?
1: Yeah. The
2: state of New Mexico. The
1: state of New Mexico.
2: Yeah, I mean it's not the country of Mexico. There isn't even a country called New Mexico.
1: No, there sure is not. You idiot. We are f- our fucking country's stupid. Yeah. Anyway, so we thought that was a good what the fuck story because we dumb.
2: We are dumb. I mean,
1: not us. We're smart. We know New Mexico's a state. They were dumb. All right. Well, let's chase this what the fuckery. Greg's going pee. While he goes pee, I'll uh, say how we'll wrap the shindig up with some, or no, we're not wrapping the shindig up. Sorry. We are going to chase this what the fuckery down with some sweet, nice stories. Stay tuned. Don't worry, be happy now. Don't
0: worry.
1: Be happy.
0: Don't worry, be happy.
1: Don't worry, be happy. All right. Greg, you want to go first?
2: Yeah, I will go first. Okay, good. This is a cute little story.
1: Well, it is our Don't Worry, Be Happy segment.
2: This is out of Brandon, South Dakota.
1: South Dakota
2: A South Dakota man had lo- had his lost wallet back when some extra cash thanks to a stranger. Hunter Shamit thought he'd never seen the wallet again when he lost it on a flight to Las Vegas for his sister's wedding. Inside was $60 dollars cash and a check for about $400 dollars. Shamlet tells KSFY TV he received a package a few days later along with a wallet and a letter. The stranger wrote he found the wallet wedged between a seat and a wall on a flight from Omaha to Nebraska. So it was actually Omaha, Nebraska to Denver. I was like, Omaha, Nebraska is the same fucking thing. But anyway, so it was on a flight from Omaha to Denver. He added $40 so Shamat would have an even hundred to celebrate the wallet return. The stranger only signed the letter with initials.
1: Oh, that's nice. So not only did they return their wallet... But they also got an extra 40 bucks.
2: And Shamlet was able to thank the man after tracking down the re- his return address in Omaha.
1: Oh, what so. a, he's quite the detective. He
2: was. What a nice guy.
1: Yeah. What would you
2: have done in that situation?
1: I probably would have mailed it back, too.
2: Would you have taken the $60 out of it and then mailed it back? No.
1: No, I would not have done that. Would
2: you have taken money out for the postage or would you have spent your own postage? I
1: would have spent my own postage. All right. I wouldn't have added the extra forty dollars though. That is just going above and beyond and
2: it is going above and beyond. I mean Nice guy of you. Yay you. Yay.
1: My don't worry be happy story. The headline is a dog that ran away from New York is home. Oh no, sorry. Dog home that home ran home away holidays. from New Dog that ran away from New York home found safe in Florida eighteen months later. Um, A dog has been reunited with his family after disappearing from his New York home 18 months ago and ending up more than 1,000 miles away. Sinatra, the beloved husky, somehow ended up in Florida, an estimated 1,300 miles away. Sinatra's family had been hoping to be reunited with their dog one day. The Willises say he was a birthday gift for their 16-year-old daughter who had died in a gun accident three years ago. The Florida family found the husky and used social media to research Sinatra's rightful owners. The Florida family tag-teamed with a Willis family friend in Maryland and handed Sinatra off to them. From Maryland, his journey finally came to an end back home. Sinatra's owners were thrilled how healthy he appeared. If the mailman came, he would sneak out, or if we got a delivery, he would sneak out. He was known in the neighborhood for going outside, and one day, he just did it. It was just one of those things. Sinatra's owners joked that he must have spent some of his time away at a spa because his coat was shiny and he appeared very well-rested.
2: That's really cute.
1: Can you imagine like one of our dogs running away and you think like you're never going to see them again. And then 18 months later, you get that phone call that you've been waiting for.
2: That oh. they found your dog. Yeah. I wonder what the people that found their dog, like what were they were doing? Like how long did they keep it in? Like, did they just find out it was somebody else's dog by like taking it for a vet thing
1: to get their chip scanned? Yeah. I don't know.
2: Oh, well, I bet he was super or she was super happy i know rosie would be super and dakota would be too
1: well and i wonder like let's say rosie got out do you think after 18 months she would recognize us
2: she would you think i think so
1: i kind of think so too which always makes me wonder because we adopted rosie when she was two years old and she had spent her first two years with a family and i always wonder like if we saw them out in public would she recognize them
2: she probably wouldn't go to them she'd probably want to bite them because they were mean to her
1: well, we don't know that they were mean to her. They just dropped her off at a... Yeah, that's mean. Yeah, that is mean. Um, we
2: rescued her. She's yeah, ours.
1: her old family dropped her off at like a, like a doggy daycare and never came back for her. Nice of them. Well, their loss is our gain.
2: Yeah, now we have a psycho dog.
1: Yep. All right, well, let's wrap this shindig up with a joke from the boys.
2: A joke from the boys. Boys, we're ready for you. Boys. Nice.
1: All right, it's time for jokes with the boys. Who's going first?
0: You want to go first? No, That's All fair
1: right, Gavin's gonna go first. Step right up to the microphone. There you go.
0: When does a joke a joke become a dad joke?
1: When does a joke become a dad joke?
0: When the punchline is a parent.
1: I got it. When the joke line is apparent, dun dun dun. Please don't do that. All right, good one, Gavin, Blake. Why did the cow cross the road? Why did the cow cross the road?
0: Because the chicken retired.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> the chicken retired. <laughs> All right. Thanks, boys. We had the
0: fifteenth row.
1: Okay, go on. We can move
2: to the... Okay, go on. What
1: he say? He goes, We have the fifteenth row,
2: but we can move up. But we can move up.
1: <laughs> All right. Well that wraps up another episode of Pod Full of Sunshine.
2: Woo Yeah. This is episode number
1: twenty nine.
2: We're still kicking. We're
1: still kicking it. You
2: need to come subscribe, listen.
1: Subscribe, rate. listen. Please go give us a rate and review on iTunes, um, because no one did last week. Even
2: if you don't like us, rate us.
1: A five though. If you don't like us.
2: Rate us a five and tell us we suck if you want. But we don't suck because we we're awesome. Suck. We are awesome. So um, do it.
1: All right. Well, we will see everyone next week. And um, yeah, that's it. Everyone have a great week. Holler at your boy. Well, adios, machacho.
2: <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Bye. Peace out. you not come back now. You.